you guys. Welcome in Sidelined. We are here. You are joining us. You have me, the good old Elena. You're probably like, I wish she wasn't, but it's fine. And we have Corey. So you guys, we're going to talk about, <sighs> you guys are going to fucking laugh your asses off this entire episode. I don't even, I'm not even going to fucking preface that. We're going to talk about age gaps when dating. <laughs> yep the good old age gap what the is good old age gap and there you go what's appropriate and is there one is there not <laughs> um so we're gonna talk about the good the bad the ugly dating older dating younger um you guys kind of heard a little bit about it when we were talking about the uh, episode of don't send us your condolences where I talked about how the one time I dated somebody younger, he went out and got trashed instead of taking care of me. So ladies do with that information as you will. Um, if you want to be his mom, adopt a kid instead of dating him. I'm telling you right now, it's probably easier. <laughs> Fucking Fox. Um, but yeah, let, let's start it off with this Corey. Let me start you off with when do you think maturity begins for us as, you know, the uh, hottie patatties that we are. And then, you know, for the guys out there, is it like once they've become those silver foxes or is it I'm, like before? I'm trying to remember the exact age that like scientifically men are supposed to mature, but it's like insane. It's like 30 something years old. All right, guys, you guys are doing great. Like, so ladies, if your boyfriend's not in his 30s, I guess still sign him up for Little League because he's not ready. So that's great. Um, but it is a scientific fact, like Corey is saying. <sighs> ladies, you just mature faster. I'm sorry. I know. Spoiler alert. Um, you will always, for the rest of your life, be more mature than your man. Um, so I don't really have a lot of the age gap things happening except for he turns 30 first so he's the old man in this relationship there you go have you noticed that having somebody that's closer to you in age is it easier do you think it's harder what do you think um so i feel like in my opinion when i was in my younger 20s dating someone that was close in age was really hard because the maturity level was not there and um, now that I'm ugh, in my late 20s, gross, about to turn 29, um, I feel like dating someone close in age doesn't matter as much anymore because they're on the mature side as well. Um, mm -hmm. So I feel like it's gotten easier to date closer in age as I've gotten older. Yeah, it has. No, absolutely. And same thing I was just going to say. It's the same thing for dating older. For me because like we said, it's just a natural thing. Um, and we're going to kind of dive into that a little bit deeper, um, a little bit later on in the podcast, but, uh, ladies who are listening and guys who are listening, I do not mean to call you out, but I'm going to call you out. Ladies, you know, that if you're dating a guy who's 21 in college, like he's still in his frat boy party stage. I'm mm -hmm. sorry. I said it. He wants to be a fuck boy. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. You on the other side, right? Like, are ready to settle down. You're thinking like, well, okay, well maybe by the time I'm 26, I'd like to have a family and a house and trust and believe he does not want that. Like he's like, mm, how about no? Like, so again, 
when we were in our early 20s, even when we were in high school, for me especially, I tried the whole, let me be a freshman and date a senior, didn't work out. Because again, if your maturity isn't at the same level as that person, like you're going to have problems. You're going to have problems. So, um, but yeah, I, I would say the older you get, the less the age and the amount apart becomes an issue. However, yeah. I read this very interesting conundrum that happens more specifically with men that they will say right girl, wrong time. And for them, mm. even if they've met someone they think is perfect, they can marry, but they're at a point in their life where they don't want that. It doesn't matter. Mm. Like they're not mm -hmm. going to, because they think she's perfect change what they want to do in their life at that moment. They're going right. to, you know, fumble the bag or they're going to break off the relationship. And even though she was perfect, it wasn't, not right sports time. terms. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you fumble in the ball, you guys. <laughs> Shit. Um, no, absolutely. I've I've seen that before. Actually, on um, there was a TikTok, and this girl she was talking about how there. I feel so bad, like calling these guys out, but there's a thing with guys where they will date when they feel ready. They will look for their wife when they're ready. If he's not looking for a wife, you will not be his wife. I guarantee it. You know, um, it, it, it's unfortunate, but until, just like Corey said, until they're looking for that, until they're ready for that kind of commitment, they will never look at you as that. They will never look at you with that potential. They will never look at you with that in mind. And I know that's kind of heartbreaking for some people to hear, but it just is what it is. It's the same thing. And I'll even roast my damn self. It's the same thing that happens. I am, cannot believe I'm going to say this. There's a proximity and a timing in dating. So way back when, there was plenty of people that, and Corey saw it firsthand, that if I got attention, it was way easier for me just to be like, oh yeah, I'll go on a date with him. Because you were convenient. You were a time. You were going to give me the attention I needed. And if you left, that's cool. Like I wasn't looking at you as potential husband material. You were never going to be the father of my children. Trust and believe that. But just like you're saying, it's the same thing for guys. If they're not I, ready, they don't want it. Yeah, exactly. And I think younger men, this applies to probably more so than older, but it, that's definitely not always the case because, you know, when we were on dating apps or whatever, and we decided to kind of start increasing the age range in which we were dating, like dating a little bit of older men, we would see these men in their mid thirties and they would mm. have bios that said things like not looking for anything serious, like just trying to have fun. Like looking oh. for a hookup in town for the night. Yeah. You're in your mid thirties. What are you waiting for? Dude, for real. Shut the fuck up, Chad. We don't care. Like, okay. And you guys already know Corey's out in Texas. I'm out here in Arizona. So when I first came out here, anybody who's in Arizona who listens to this, I'm telling you right now, you're going to know in about 2.1 seconds what these guys are like. They say, I hang out in Old Town Scottsdale. <laughs> Please excuse my eye roll and the dramatic pause. Okay, if you are still bar hopping at 35, 38, 
which I'm about to dive into, which is good old story. But when are you planning to grow up? So, and this is something I think great segue. Ladies feel pressure, feel time, feel that clock. Mm -hmm. Because if you Mm -hmm. want children and there's some girls that don't, that's, that's fine. No worries. All good. No shame. Just saying the ones that do, we all know that we have a time, right? And that, that unfortunately, the older you get, the tick, the ticking of the clock gets louder, right? For guys, you could technically, not that I even want to visualize this. I mean, you could probably have a kid in 70. Yeah. If you were rich. Okay. So only if you're making like, I don't know, millions of dollars. And if you are, call me. Uh, no. <laughs> what? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> but it's true, right? Like you, you see these things where, um, those girls that are like, Oh, I'm marrying for millions. And then they're like, Oh yeah, we had a kid. And the dad's like 75. Yeah. Well, that's cool. You won't even make it to junior high promotion. <laughs> like, you know, but I mean, and, and so for girls, I completely understand where once you start getting into your late twenties, you really start trying to find that life partner. And so when you're looking at guys who are in their thirties and they're still wanting to party and shit, it's incredibly unattractive, you guys. So guys, if you have that, if I can take it off your profile, okay, I'm telling you right now, you're going to get probably 800 more dates. You're welcome. Thank me later. But should we tell them, Corey, about the time? (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. You guys, my life. So talking about searching for validation in the last episode in the wrong places. Um, no, he had not been to print. Well, you know, I can't actually say that with a guarantee, but, uh, I'm going to assume not. <laughs> I don't know. We only went out once. Um, this is back in back home, Santa Clarita. And you know, I think his, his code name between Corey and I works for what we're going to call him in this. So good old daddy, Chad. Um, he was not a dad. Okay. Ladies, he had never been married. He was not a father. He had no children. He was 38. I was 23. Let's do some math here. Here the one that's 15 years, you guys, 15 years. So we go out to this like sushi place. Is it Kabuki? That was like kind of by Sabor. I think it was. Yeah. Which Enrique at Sabor, you still have my heart. My heart just beats for that man with his tequila shots. Anyway, um, but so we go to this sushi place, right? You guys, the waiter comes over and he's like, can I get you guys anything to drink? Right. Okay. I'm 23. It's not like I'm like fresh out of high school. I'm 23 freaking been divorced. Okay. Like I've got my shit together. Like Life has hit me like a semi truck and then backed up and ran me over again. Like I've been hit by a freight train as well. Like, so it's not like I wasn't mature. And to the waiter, (laughs) it was not his fault, but he said when, uh, daddy Chad got up and he's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. When the waiter brings our drinks and says, are you having fun on your daddy daughter date? Oh God. Oh God. Oh yeah. Daddy daughter date. That's why I call him daddy chat. <laughs> <laughs> right in the pride. Yeah. Oh shit. 
Yeah, that fucking that hits heavy. Just so you guys know, last episode, Corey and I, somewhat sober. This episode, I have a Fat Tuesdays cup, but it's classy because I'm drinking out of a glass straw with a glass butterfly on it. So <laughs> keep it classy, ladies. Keep it fucking classy with my Sam's Club margarita. But yeah, daddy daughter date. So needless to say, um, at the end of that date, he walked me to my car and I said, this isn't going to work. And he goes, what do you mean? I had a great time. You're great. Yeah. Okay. So what had happened was, (laughs) you see what happened was, mind you, you guys, this guy, I'm like, girls are going to totally understand when I like describe this. Cause like we're talking full sleeves. He had no kids. So he's working out all the time. Okay. You guys, he's looking like an NFL freaking quarterback, linebacker player, looking like, mm, like a snack, like a whole meal with his like salt and pepper beard. And I'm like, oh, be still my heart. Yeah. No. As soon as the waiter says that he's your dad, it really just ruins like your, your whole life. Um, so I told him, I was like, yeah, the waiter thought that you were my dad. So we can never go out again. And yeah, he respected that. And, um, and, and that was the end of that. Corey, take it away while I just drink my sorrows. Jesus. Everybody, if you're drinking, take a sip for me. God help me. But shout out to Daddy Chad, who's now 42, still not married, still no kids. Perfect example, like Corey's saying. When? If not now, when? Yeah. So two two things on that. First of all, I used to have the reverse happen with my own father. I would go places with him a lot. Like, I'm a big... uh, I'm not going to say daddy's girl out loud. Okay. But (laughs) I love my dad very much. We're very close. Um, And we would go out. So anybody who says we have daddy issues, shut the fuck up. No, the fuck (laughs) we don't. So Um, we have, we came from good families. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would know I've become a part of Corey's and Corey's uh, (laughs) the adopted child in ours. Oh God. Anyway, go ahead. So what happened? We'll have to have a whole nother talk about all that. But anyways, um, I would go to his like work retirement parties with him and all that kind Mm -hmm. of things. My mom's not very like social. She doesn't love having to interact with strangers and people would be like, Oh, is this your wife? And I would be like, ew. (laughs) I'm going to go get the punch dad. (laughs) Yeah. So I Uh, always hated that. But inevitably, it would always happen. They would be like, oh, this must be your wife. And I'd be like, bro. Like, and at the time, I was like 20. It's like, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wow, dad, they think so highly of you. Child bride vibes. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> well, he was a cop. And, you know, a lot of cops marry very young, have like, you know, the hot young wife or whatever. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Service guys, you know, military cops, firemen. It's kind of a thing. <laughs> Stay tuned um, for next episode. <laughs> but, uh, oh, I wanted to touch on the note of this kind of goes both ways because we're talking about the the guy who never wants to marry or settle down. But then there's mm-hmm. also this like reverse stigma about you as a woman if you're in your late 20s and you have never been married and never had kids, like men will be like, well, what's Mm. wrong with you? Like, why has no one ever wanted to marry you? Yeah. Well, you know, I could say the same thing to daddy Chad, you know, I was 42. Like, and here's my thought, you guys. Okay. And do with this as you will. 
like eventually we're all going to get old. Like, so are you trying to be in a senior home and die alone? Like, I just don't get it to be honest with you. But that all being said, I don't think that that's entirely fair to do to anybody female or male. My other thing is, is I can totally play your devil's advocate on that because I can tell you right now when I was 23, uh, hmm. yeah, a lot of people didn't want to date me when I was like, oh, by the way, I'm divorced because mm-hmm. there's a stigma around, well, why are you divorced at 23? Was it because you got married young? Was it because you weren't ready? Was it a military marriage? Was it a shotgun wedding? No. You know, again, until you know someone's full story, touch your mouth. But <laughs> I get it, right? Like, I get 100%. There are people who are like, I'm not dating you. You're like damaged goods or whatever, which <laughs> you're lost. <laughs> but still, I mean, I get it. There's there's a stigma around that. However, <laughs> Corey, why don't, you, why don't you tell the people about, about guys who are older and then still want to date younger? A lot Um, younger. So, okay. In my personal opinion, like 10 years is kind of the the age gap limit. Like, I I don't know that you can go much higher than 10 years and it work or not be creepy. (laughs) But um, (laughs) I had a friend in their basically mid thirties now be like, uh, is 18 too young for me? And I was like, Jesus. yes, a resounding, okay. yes, don't do that. Yeah. Well, is she going to take you to prom? <laughs> She's not even old enough to drink. You guys, you're not going to link. All right. Run with that. Run with that for the rest of your life. Because I mean, don't they still have curfews? I don't even fucking know. <laughs> all I can say is if you even so much as think that like you're, you're going down a slippery slope. She's 18. Is she really? Is she? Yeah. That's true. Do you want to go to jail? Do you know what they do to guys in jail when you when you date an 18-year-old who turns out she's actually 16? Good luck. Okay, Corey and I dated the guys who beat those guys up. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to you. <laughs> Miss you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Yeah. 10 years. We're giving you the 10 limit. years. I- <laughs> yeah, I'm right at that limit. I'm right. Well, technically we're nine and some change, but I agree. 10 years. Perfect example. I went out for 15 and uh, hmm, that went poorly. So there you have it. Um, talking about girls though. And I mean, I guess, in, and we can dive into guys after. Let's give the guys some tips on how to spot like a sugar baby. Because usually guys are older and they want to go for a, a younger-ish. Again, guys, 10 years. 10 years. So if you're 20, don't go for a 10-year-old, okay? So, you know, fucking know your limits. But how would they know if she is a sugar baby, if she's out for that sugar? So I actually have some stuff to say about this based on um, Damon. That's probably going to surprise you how uh, bold women have gotten regarding that. Um, He was telling me that recently on apps that just like 80 to 90% of the profiles literally say like, buy me stuff, give me money, whatever, like just straight out. Just 
laying it all out there. Hey, I want you to buy me things and be a sugar baby. Yeah. Wow. Well, Which Corey I- and I did it fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised. I was like, wow, like, that's very bold. Yeah, that's uh okay. Well, ladies, maybe don't do that. Uh, because I'm telling you right now, um, you're gonna attract those kinds of guys again. Going back to the guys who can have kids at 70, if that's what you want to be with, be yeah. my guest. But it, I, I, I couldn't. Um, physicality is important in my relationship, and at 70, I mean, technology is new. You could probably just tell Siri and be like, Siri, put it up. You know, oh you know what I'm talking about, Corey. It's true. Like, is it like a light switch? You just, and then it goes up and then clap again and it goes down. Like, not Jesus. the clapper. Not the clapper. Oh, <laughs> no. Um, Snaps her fingers. <laughs> but like, here's the thing about that. Like, this is when I don't feel like this younger generation of women is understanding. They've seen this very glorified sugar baby thing and they're like yeah that sounds great like i want someone to just pay my bills for me and not have to do anything but a nothing in this world is ever free learn that now um mm-hmm. you are not going to get money without expectations and there you B, have it. Who, who are you attracting by putting that out there you're attracting some creepy people who are going to be willing to do that <laughs> Yeah. I mean, here's my thing. If he's into you because you're that young, that is some creepy shit that borderline he probably should have been in jail for. Um, now let's talk about the alternate. Let's talk about cougars. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. Guys, it sounds great. You know, it sounds great to have this woman who's going to pay for you, take care of you. Do y'all realize that she's just going to be your mom? Oh, fuck. I said it. I said it. That's true. I mean, she's going to start parenting you. So, like, understand that because I know somebody who is a uh, cougar, I guess you could say. Uh, She lived next door to me. Corey, you already know who I'm talking about. She wore the shorty shorts and she had the blonde hair and the big boat. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, she always had her teenage sons, uh, friends over all the time, all the time. They had a pool. Yeah. Real cute, real cute, fun and fresh. Um, it sounds fine and dandy until you realize that usually those women are eventually going to set curfews. They're going to expect you to have like your location on. So anything that you can expect from your mother, expecting your new girlfriend. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's because it's in their nature, right? Like usually, Mm -hmm. and the cougars too, guys understand this. I've seen um, women who are in their 30s and 40s dating guys who are in their early 20s. Nine out of 10 times, these women have children. And you're going to pose a lot of problems when you realize that you're uh, closer to her child's age than hers. So Mm -hmm. um, again, realize, realize that. Um... Now I'm going to kind of nitpick the guys. I don't mean to, but I mean, this is, I mean, it's facts. Is he looking to date you for your stability and your status? So guys, when you're looking for, for girls, how, how would, I guess for the ladies who are listening, how would they spot out somebody who is just simply 
trying to date them because, oh, they see that she has a house. She's stable. She doesn't need me to pay her bills. She, you know, how, how would you think they should spot that out? So I think there's something important to understand about entering a relationship when you're not financially stable. I think mm-hmm. money is power. Money is control. And if you're entering into a relationship and you are financially stable, you're independent, you have control over yourself. You have power over yourself um, to where you're not having to rely on another person for anything uh, to live, to sustain yourself. However, you're entering a relationship and you're relying on somebody else for money now, that person now has control over you because they're dictating how you're living. They're dictating um, your survival, basically. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I think you need to be realistic when you have this idealistic of, oh, someone taking care of me, whether you're a man or a woman, and realize that with that comes loss of control. And I think... um, this people who like having a lot of control, seek that out. They seek out Mm -hmm. that person they might perceive as being weak or being dependent. So they can Mm -hmm. know they can control them. And then Mm -hmm. I think what you were just saying on the opposite end, people who are weak are going to seek out someone who is stable and can uh, essentially provide for them while they take a backseat and do nothing. So if you're seeing someone seeking you out based upon what you have, what your status is to your bank account, uh, likely it's not going to be for a good reason. No, exactly. And again, same thing that kind of we were talking about with Al, right? He is love him dearly. He has a shitload of followers. Corey and I don't. Does it make us less of a person? No. Does it make us less, attractive. No. At the end of the day, your status on social media, the amount of money that's in your account, all of that stuff can be gone like that. It's gone. Mm -hmm. The end. That was the end of that. So like Corey's saying, ladies, especially, and I'm, I'm preaching to you because I went through something that I can tell you right now at 23, when you don't have jack shit, you have nothing but the clothes on your back and a dog which I'm sure you guys have heard in the background. I apologize. She's kind of fucking theatric. But my thing is, is this. If I wasn't independent, had I not had that self-motivation, had I not had that hustle, I would not be where I am today. Because I relied so heavily on somebody else. I was so codependent on somebody else. I allowed somebody to tell me if I was allowed to go and buy groceries because he made more money than me. There are so many things like Corey is saying where you are giving them control. And at first, right, I didn't think anything was wrong with it, but you're allowing that manipulation and manipulation then turns into narcissism and that narcissism then turned into power struggle and he was power hungry. And when I finally said, no, that was, that was that. Right. So, um, yeah, no, really great things. I think that, that we're touching on there. Do we have per chance? Any stories, any, any write-ins, anything from anybody? If not, that's fine. I, I do have one story that I'm going to tell quickly here to wrap us up. It's loosely yeah. related because this person gave 
a older man a chance and it ended up being kind of a wild ride, but um, I'm going to read that for us real quick here. So uh, hold on to your titties in the words of your mom. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit. Go ahead. So um, I was a barista at Starbucks while I was in college and this really handsome, attractive older man starts coming in every morning on his way to work and he's flirting with me. So after a few weeks of the back and forth flirting, he asked me out for a date. I was really excited, came home, got really dolled up, and I told my older sister where I was going, um, because to be honest, I was a little worried about the age gap. Um, So about five hours later, the sister gets a call, She's crying hysterically, and the sister can't understand a word she's saying. All that the sister can make out is, I'm at the hospital. My car is at this address. Please get my car and then come pick me up. So, okay, so the person who's writing in is talking about their sister. So, sorry, I didn't think I clarified that very well. Um, So her boyfriend and the sister get in the car to go pick up the car and her sister. We drop right. off the car and then we pick up a couple of his friends because I'm worried he's done something to her. So we have yeah. backup. No shit. Um, <laughs> we get to the hospital and she's sitting outside on the curb crying and shaking. There's a man standing near her, but he is not right next to her. He looks worried and she looks like hell. She jumps in the car and screams, just drive, literally hitting the back of the seat. I was mad as hell and say to my boyfriend, you go talk to that guy. Is that John? He looks like he's going to cry any second. He says, yes, please don't be mad. I brought her here. I had to. She didn't want me to. Please let me explain. At this point, my sister is in absolute hysterics in the back seat, punching the seat and saying, please go, please go. Um, I said, I don't have time to listen to this. She wants to go home and I need to take care of her. We need to drive home. I kept asking what happened. You need to tell me, did he hurt you? Do we need to go to the right. cops? Her right. response is no, please. Nothing like that. I'll tell you when we get home, not in front of other people. So I left it at that until we got home. I get her in bed, give her some tea and I'm trying to calm her down. Every time she starts trying to explain, she buries her face and cries. But finally, I get it out of her. She had left her our house, met him at his house, and they talked and had a coffee, and he asks what she wants to go do. So she suggests they go to a movie. He says, okay. okay. They go um, to pick out a movie at Blockbuster. So that tells you, 90s babies right here. <laughs> um, Shout out to us 90s kids. She says she doesn't feel very good all of a sudden and remembers waking up on the floor. Vaughn told her she passed out and hit her head really hard on the counter. Then she was, she said he was begging her to go to the hospital because he was really worried about her. She said, no, I'm fine. Let's just watch the movie. He hesitantly agrees. 
They get back to his place and he keeps asking if she's okay and he feels like she needs to go to the hospital. She said she suddenly wakes up after falling asleep and feels like she urgently needs to shit and vomit at the same time. She has no idea about the layout of his house, so she's on the floor crawling, trying to find a bathroom. He's trying to help her, and she said she couldn't hold back. All of a sudden, she's throwing up all over the floor, all over him. She shits her pants, and she's crying. She said he was really concerned and didn't even care and just took her to the bathroom so she could finish. While they did make it to the bathroom, she said she pulls her pants down before they made it to the toilet. And she shit her pants all over the wall. Oh, my God. So why did he take her to the hospital then? Um, it said after that that he took her after because he was like, oh, my God, she's like dying. You know, he was really worried at that point when you're like. Things are coming out of every end. That would be worth yeah. it, too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Real talk. I'm going to expose so much. Literally. I hope you guys who are listening thought the same thing. When you started telling the story, I literally thought she was crying because she was going to be like, he's dead. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what I thought. You're like, she's sitting on the curb crying. And like, all I'm imagining is like a gurney with like the sheep fucking over her date's head. And like, like, just like casket fucking music, like hands crossed on the body, like the whole thing. Okay. Got it. So (laughs) not dead. Okay. That would have been more interesting. Let me tell you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Well, when you are in your twenties, you can tell if there's a rumbly in your tumbly. <laughs> Why were you sitting there? Let me just wait it out. Let me, just, let me just wait it out. Like you were near a bathroom. I could see if you're like, oh, I'm nowhere near that. Like whatever. You are not. What were you? Th- what were you? Okay. I don't. The older we get, I get acid reflux. I get heartburn. I got all that. Right. Luckily for me, mine's just like freaking the the acid reflux jesus take the wheel but i still make sure that like i'm carrying tums with me i'm aware that like i ain't as young as a spring chicken used to be but part of me wants to be like shame on her because again you're not this is not like really on the flip side mad props to the guy mad props to the guy i hope she married him (laughs) I hope she did too. I hope he's rich, but that's fucking neither here nor there. <laughs> I was fucking loaded. Um, no, but I mean, so that's a, that's a perfect example, right? Like this guy who's older, I mean, like we were talking about in the very beginning, they're going to be more mature. And mm-hmm. so with that, that maturity provides you that level of security. And, um, with that, it, it tends to like your vanity can be gone and they don't give a shit. It's like we were talking about with Al two episodes ago. Now the looks are fleeting and the physicality is going to be gone. Mm-hmm. So I think that the way we'll, we can kind of wrap this up is be searching for, if you want somebody who's going to be like a, a genuine person, guys, same thing. If you want a woman who's going to take care of you and be a good mother, 
be a good wife. She should not make you feel bad should any of this happen. She should be the one that's like, don't worry about it. I'll take care of you. If she's not, that tells you right there all the indicating signs that you need to know. Same thing for a guy. If he's going to be like that, there you have it. Same thing. Still go back to like, really, sis? Fucking really? Like, Jesus, honestly. But, I mean, yeah, wow. Well, I'm glad I can say that uh, Corey and I can full-heartedly say uh, tell the truth, all the truth and solemnly swear that that is not our story. So <laughs> facts. <laughs> is there anything you want to add to that? All right. Perfect. I figured as much. We tend to be on the same page. So, um, you guys, we are going to dive in next week. We're going to talk about, um, how not to shit on the floor. No, I'm kidding. I'm fucking kidding. Um, we're going <laughs> to we're gonna talk about depends. I'm kidding. I'm fucking joking. I'm joking. But um, let's talk about, as Corey and I kind of alluded, we're going to talk about uniforms, blue collars. Let's talk about those men. Uh, we're going to talk about the businesswoman, the CEO, the executives. Um, why is it that men and women are looking for a successful partner when they're building an empire? That's what everybody wants to do, right? You're trying to build this empire with somebody. So we're going to dive into it. We're going to talk about what comes with being with somebody who is in a uniform. Blue collar workers, what does that entail? Being with a woman who runs a business, what's that going to bring to your life? Um, so you guys stay tuned. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. You guys can find us on Twitter, um, TikTok. What else, Corey? Instagram. Email us. We're pretty much the same all across the board. Sideline PD. If you guys feel so inclined and you just want to be fucking sweethearts and you want to just like leave us a rating, um, whether you're on Apple Podcasts or if you are on Spotify, we will love you forever. We are really trying to kind of grow this and kind of get this out to other people because, I mean, it's pretty obvious that Corey and I and our opinions on this and Corey, feel free to back me up on this one. We do not follow status quo. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, the more people we can reach with this, we're hoping that, you know, we can kind of help you guys out and help you guys get into relationships that are successful, avoiding going through the players like we did avoid going through the games like we did. Um, so you guys, we will catch you guys on the next one. Episode fucking 10. Holy shit. Crazy. There you have it. All right. You guys have a good week. We love you guys. We'll catch you guys. Episode 10. <laughs>